0: to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to The Uncommon teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real-life challenges that you are facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Have you ever wondered if your prayers were working? Have you ever felt like you were just talking to yourself when you were praying? Or maybe you felt like you just aren't doing it right? Like maybe God's not listening because there's just something that you're missing? If that's you, I have been there too. When I first gave my life to Jesus at the age of 17, I felt this exact same way. When I became a Christian, nobody explained to me how to pray or how to even read my Bible. I had to figure it out all on my own, and it was not a very easy journey. Funny story. Okay, because I had heard all of these ultra-spiritual people praying on TV, I actually thought that in order to pray, I had to start out my prayers by saying, Heavenly Father, or God, in a way that made me sound so sophisticated. (laughs) I am so glad I don't have to act like that when I'm talking to God, because I can just be myself. (laughs) But even in the midst of not knowing how to pray or how to read the Bible, I didn't give up. One thing I learned about God over the years was that when we reach out to God, He meets us right where we're at, no matter where we are. And I desperately needed Him to do that. (laughs) So over the years, I learned that the Bible actually has a lot to say about prayer and that God does actually want to answer our prayers. But did you know that God can't answer just any kind of prayer? There's only one kind of prayer that God can answer. And this is the number one reason I truly believe that people have a hard time with seeing their prayers get answered. Second Corinthians 1 20 tells us for all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. So when we pray, we've got to know that we can have what we pray for. God says that all of the promises in him are yes and amen. And this leads me to the only kind of prayers that God can answer are prayers of faith based on the word of God. Mark 11, 22 through 24 says, and this is Jesus speaking. He says, have faith in God, put your full trust in him. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. So just a side note, mountains are anything in life that you're coming up against. These could be the challenges that you're facing. They could be anxiety, overwhelm, lack of motivation, pain, sickness, You name it. If you trust in God and you tell those mountains to move, they will move. But there are a few key things we must learn in order to see those mountains move. Now, continuing on in Mark 11, 23 and 24, listen to this. This is what the key is. It says, but you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you received it, you shall have it. Now, when it says no doubt in your heart, it's not saying that those feelings of doubt aren't going to try to creep in from time to time because they will. But when they do, instead of listening to them and saying, maybe this isn't going to work, you tell them to go because you are choosing to trust God. When it says doubt in your heart, it means that one minute you're trusting God and then the next minute you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if he's really going to answer this. I don't know if I can believe for this. And so that's what it means, doubt in your heart. In order to get your prayers answered, you've got to believe that what you're asking for is yours and don't give up believing it until you see it. And as I shared, what you're believing for needs to line up and agree with the word of God. For example, say you're a little bit older and you're believing God for a future husband. You see this man that you think would be amazing. He's got a great personality. He loves God. All of these things. And you look at him, you're like, man, he would be an awesome husband. <laughs> the only problem is, is he's married. He's married. You can't ask God for that man and expect to get him as your husband because he's already married. That would be against the Bible because God doesn't want to split up families. So you got to make sure that what you're believing for lines up with what the Bible says. John 15, 7 says, and this is Jesus speaking, if you remain in me, Jesus, meaning you make spending time with God a daily habit, you're not just reading your Bible and praying to check off a list and say, okay, did it but you're reading the Bible to learn and to grow and to do what it says. You're allowing the Bible to change your life. And then you're not just spending time running through prayers, but you're actually connecting with God. So if you remain in him as a habit, his word, the Bible will remain in you. And now you can ask for anything you want. And listen to this, you shall have it. It will be given to you. How incredible is that? The reason why it's so important to get into the Bible is one, it builds your faith. It helps you to be strong in that faith. Romans 10, 17 tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the more that you're in the word of God, the more that you're listening in church, the more that you're going to grow in your faith. And two, when you read the Bible, you learn what it is that God has promised you. So you know what to pray for. So if you're fighting sickness or pain, we read in Isaiah 53, 4, and 5 that when Jesus went to the cross, he carried your sicknesses. He bore your pains so you don't have to. And at the end of verse 5, it goes on to say that Jesus was beaten so that you could be made whole. He was whipped so you could be healed. 1 Peter two twenty four agrees with this verse and says, Jesus personally carried your sins in his body on the cross so that we could be dead to sins and live to righteousness. It was by Jesus's wounds that you were healed. Notice that it didn't say you could be healed. Notice it didn't say that one day you will be healed. No, it says that you were healed right now. It's already happened. Even if you haven't seen the results of your healing just yet in your body, you can thank God right now for your healing because he says that you are healed. This is what faith is. So you choose to believe it even when you don't see it. Hebrews 11 says that faith is the confidence of what we hope for. That word hope isn't wishful thinking. I hope I get to do this. I hope I get to do that. No, hope is a confident expectation of good. You can put your full trust in God because you know he's coming through for you. So we could say this verse this way. Faith is the confidence that we can expect what God says in his word will happen. Then that verse continues on and says, Faith is the evidence of things we cannot see yet. But as long as you keep believing and standing firm on what you're believing for, guess what? You're going to see it. This isn't just healing of sickness and pain either. This faith, this hope is talking about whatever it is that you're walking through right now. It could be that your parents need a new job or a pay raise, like finances are a challenge for you right now. Find out what the Bible says on finances. Find out what the Bible says on abundance, how God is blessing you beyond belief. Find out what the Bible says and begin to speak that over your family, over your parents. Believe what the Bible says is true and that you're going to see it happen. And then from that moment on, thank God for whatever it is that you're believing for until you see it happen. Here's another example. God, I've been fighting a lot of anxiety. It wants to pull me down into a deep depression. But God, your word tells me in John 14, 27, that Jesus has given me a peace in both my heart and in my mind. So I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to be afraid. Lord, I'm choosing to receive that peace right now in Jesus name. Then anytime you catch yourself fighting anxiety, tell that anxiety to go. That it does not belong in your heart, it does not belong in your mind, and then thank God for His peace. Now, if this is something you're really struggling with and it doesn't seem like it's moving, that anxiety is just trying to stay there, get into the Bible and find a bunch of verses on peace. And let me tell you, there are a bunch of verses on peace. And continue to speak all of those verses until that anxiety leaves. I thank you, Lord, that you've given me a perfect peace because my eyes are stayed on you. I'm focused on you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that Philippians 4, 6, I don't have to be anxious for anything, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, I'm making my request be made known to you, Lord, and you're giving me a peace that passes all understanding. It's guarding my heart and my mind in Jesus' name. And continue to speak those verses and be confident about those verses. Choose to believe them and watch how that anxiety goes. Listen to what Romans 4, 16 through 21 says about Abraham. And a little bit of a backstory about Abraham. Abraham was 100 years old. His wife, Sarah, was 80. And God gave them a promise that they were going to have children one day because they didn't have any children. Naturally speaking, their bodies were way past the time (laughs) to have kids. And so these verses in Romans 4, 16 through 21 says, So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift. And this is any promise, remember, any promise. The promises of God are received by faith. It is given as a free gift, and we are all certain to receive it if we have faith like Abraham's. Now, let's look at what Abraham's faith was like. It says, for Abraham is the father of all who believe in Jesus. That is what the scriptures mean when God told Abraham, I made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in God who brings the dead back to life. His body had been dead. There was no way that he could have a baby. God brings the dead back to life, and who creates new things out of nothing. Even when there is no reason for hope, Abraham kept on hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham's faith did not weaken. Even though, at about a hundred years old, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. Ladies, that's what we need to be like. We need to have that same faith that Abraham has. That faith that says, you know what? Naturally speaking, it doesn't look good at all. Naturally speaking, there's no way that we can come out of this. But God says, and I choose to believe, and I'm going to stand on that promise until I see it happen. And that wasn't just Abraham. If you go back and read Hebrews chapter 11, the rest of the chapter, which I highly encourage you to do so, it lists out several people who believed the impossible and how God came through. And he'll do the same thing for you. Romans 2.11 tells us that God doesn't show favoritism. He doesn't say, well, for this person, I'm going to do this. But for you, no, not going to happen. No, that's not what he says. He says, if I do it for one person, you can better believe that I'll do it for you. All it takes is faith. When you know what the Bible says about what you're believing for, you can receive it and know it's yours. And you can have confidence and come boldly before the Lord in prayer, just like Abraham did. 1 John 5, 14 and 15 says, this is the confidence that we have in God, that if we ask him anything according to his will... And his will is his word. So if we ask him anything according to the Bible, he hears us. And if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we've asked of him. How incredible is that? God says anything that you find in the Bible, it's yours. So going back through those questions, I used to ask myself, are my prayers even working? Am I just talking to myself instead of praying? Am I even doing this right or am I missing something? Now I know and I am confident that God is answering my prayers. I don't ask those questions anymore. I know that God is for us and He wants us to have these promises in His Word more than we want them. It takes faith to receive them and standing on that faith and not backing down until you receive them. These things that we're believing for may come overnight, but they may not. No matter how long you have to wait, don't give up believing. Did you know that Abraham... Had to wait 25 years after God had promised him a son before he actually had one. Remember when we went back in that verse in Romans four, how it talked about his faith never wavered, but it grew stronger? That's pretty incredible. He waited 25 years. His faith never wavered. He'd never got into doubt. He trusted God. Not only that, but Jesus had to wait 30 years before he even started his ministry here on this earth. Two years ago, I began experiencing pain and heaviness in my left leg any time that I would walk. I could run, and I was great. I could sit down. I was fine. But any time I began to walk, I experienced pain and heaviness in my left leg, so much so that I had a slight limp from it. I tried so hard not to limp. <laughs> from that moment that I felt these symptoms in my body, I began to speak healing verses over myself, receiving them, believing them. Fast forward to this summer, which is a year and a half later, nothing had changed, but I still made the decision to believe. Well, this last summer I was mowing our yard and we live on five and a half acres that is literally on top of a mountain. So our land is like sloped downward. Great hill to go sledding down, not a great hill to mow on. (laughs) So while I was mowing, I slid and my left leg got caught between the lawnmower and a tree. I thought for sure I was going to break my leg. It was really, really bad but by the grace of God, I didn't. However, the pain in my leg went from minor and annoying and heaviness to an excruciating pain. Like literally most days it was about a seven out of 10 on a pain level. And some days it got to a 10 out of 10. It was really bad. However, I did not give up believing. I know that the enemy is very real. And I know that he wanted me to stop believing. I know that he wanted me to give up so that he could have his way in my life. And I wasn't about to give up. Every day, I would continue to pray those healing verses over myself. And every time I felt pain, I would say, Thank you, Jesus. I'm healed. Fast forward again to just a couple months ago. Last November, I was listening to a video by one of my mentors, and he began to speak about healing. And at that moment, on a day where my pain had literally hit 10 out of 10, it was the worst that had been up to that point, healing came over my leg. It was like a warmth kind of came over my body and immediately that pain was gone. I had no pain whatsoever. Praise God. Now, that pain has tried to resurface a couple times because again, the enemy is real and he wants to steal the promises of God from us. So every time that pain surfaced, I would remind it that it had to leave. And then I would thank God for my healing. And guess what? It would leave. The enemy is real, but our God is so much bigger than he is. And so, ladies, I want to encourage you, don't give up. If you're believing for something, if it's lining up with the word of God, don't let doubt enter into your heart. Don't let those feelings of doubt creep in. Tell them to go and continue standing on the word of God until you see it happen. For me, that healing on my leg took about two years. But it was because I needed to get into that place where I was ready to receive it. And so sometimes it takes us a little bit longer to be ready to receive it. But I was ready. And I was willing. And God came through in a mighty way. And he will for you as well. I created a brand new shirt that is on our Uncommon Teen store. Head on over to Uncommon Teen.com. Click on the tab, store, and you'll see this new shirt. And this shirt says on the front, God is up to something good. I created this shirt as a reminder to you to not give up believing that God's word is truth. God is up to something good. Don't give up your hope. Don't give up your faith. Stand strong. Keep believing until you see what it is that you are believing for. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode helped you this week. I hope that this really hit your heart. If you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, hey, You know, I don't have a relationship with Jesus. I don't know if i die tonight if I make it into heaven. Ladies, if that's you and you're questioning your faith, please reach out to me. Go to uncommonteen.com. Click on that tab in the lower right-hand corner that says chat. Let me know. Hey, I'm not sure that I'm saved. How can I be saved? How can I learn more about this Jesus? And I would love to walk you through that. All right, ladies, repeat after me and mean it with all your heart. All right, ladies, repeat after me. and I mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, don't forget to check out that brand new shirt, God is Up to Something Good. Again, head on over to uncommenting.com and click on the tab that says Store. Also, I do have some open spots for one-on-one coaching. If that is you and you want to learn more about how you can work with me, like maybe you're walking through something and you need a little bit more help than what we can get on these podcast episodes, I want you to head on over to uncommonteen.com, click on the tab that says coaching, and you can learn more about our coaching programs there and get on a call with me to see if coaching is right for you. And third, don't forget to grab the winter box from Beautiful Movement. Head on over to jointhebeautifulmovement.com and grab your box today. Don't forget to use code UNCOMENTINE all one word to get 15% off your first box. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value. They don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommentine Live before, you get to be a part of our live ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, We set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And, ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live. And I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommon Teen Live. Grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommon Teen Live, I knew that God was going to do something big. And he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.